and uh, as we said yesterday, Netzach Yisrael is about Golos, it's about Golos, and the Maral tells us yesterday that Golos is really about Geula. If you want to know what you need for the Geula, if you want to be able to be Mekayim, see peace of Yeshua, if you want to really be able to fulfill what it means to be expectantly, anxiously awaiting Mashiach and redemption, you have to understand the opposite of, of redemption. You have to understand the opposite of Geula, which is Golos, if you want the Binyar Beis HaMikdash, you have to understand the opposite, which is Churban. And only by really understanding what Churban really means, destruction really means, what Golos really means, we, we can extrapolate from there what it is that we're, we're waiting for. So this is why we're learning about the Golos. This is why we're learning about the Churban. Not to make us Tzibrachin, not to make us debilitated, um, but rather to allow us to, to work on the CP Salishua. So, we proceed over here in the second paragraph. And uh, this is on, we're on page Tess. doesn't have the page number on the top. The standard edition of the Sifrei Maharal, Netzach Yisrael. The second paragraph into Perik Aleph. And the Maharal says like this. We have uh, Pinchas Yankov has a copy. Anyone that wants to see it inside can sit on him, near him, uh, hover over him. And we go back to, we say, V'chasher. So now that we established why it's important to understand what Gullus means, what Gullus is about, and, 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 and um, why it's critical for everybody to understand that, this is this is a sogyam. It's a sogyam. It's a sogyam. We want to understand what um, is, so we have to learn it up. We have to learn up the Sugi of Gullus. We have to ask ourselves some questions. Why are we in Gullus? What, what, what is, what is Gullus consists of? What's the definition of Gullus? And why are we indeed in Gullus? So that's, that has to, is, Maharal's making it clear that it's not just a definition, it's an exploration. Sugi of Gullus is also a Sugi. It's got to be learned up. We have to understand it as Talmudists. Void, sheyesh levar inina Gullus tchilo. Ki a Gullus ba'atzmai who raiva ikhakh brura ala gula um and then you know we have to understand everything that connects to gulas what goes into what what goes into gulas why we're in gulas and avada gulas itself as 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 tamarel mentioned in his opening paragraph that we saw yesterday that gulas is a raiva ikhakh brura ala gula gulas is not just a way of understanding the gula gulas he's advancing an interesting concept over here is a proof to the gula the notion of exile, the concept of exile, is actually proof. Proof to the notion, to the concept of Geula. What does that mean? Everyone understand what he, where he's going? He wants to say that, if I understand Geulah, well, it's not just the Pshat, like we said yesterday, that I can extrapolate from Geulah, what the opposite must be. If I understand Geulah's Klor, I understand darkness very clearly. I understand what the opposite must be, which is light. If I understand... Nighttime, very, very, very clearly. I can understand daytime. If I understand Tumah, I can understand Tahara, I can understand the absent. But more than that, not just that understanding Gaulus gives me, by, by definition, an, an understanding of, of, of Geula, of redemption, but Gaulus itself, the existence of Gaulus, the existence of Gaulus is a proof that the concept of Geula must also exist. The Mara is going to explain this. Vizet. Ki ein who... Golus <clears throat> says the Maharal, let's establish some basic ideas over here. Golus is something which is what? Which is a deviation from the norm. 
it's a shinoi. It's something which is an aberration. It's exceptional. It's something which is a deviation from the norm, from what's to be expected. Gallus means a hiccup. Gallus means a bug in the system. Gallus means you're not where you're supposed to be. That's what Gallus is. Exile. The definition of exile means you're supposed to be here, but instead you're there. Not just Kala Yisrael experiences Gallus. Nations experience Gallus. Sancheiriv was Magla, Aleph Hashidna, Falcon. He put a lot of nations in Falker? Falcon. He put a lot of nations into Gallus, right? Falcon. What? Falcon. Falker? Okay. Um, uh, see, he put a lot of nations into Gallus. Not just, not just Kala Yisrael. A lot, a lot of nations have been in exile. A lot of nations have been forced out of their lands. And any and and and, and uh, Gullus always means you're, you are not where you're supposed to be. You're supposed to be here, and there's been a hiccup. There's a bug in the system. There, there, there are problems. Over here. There's been a deviation from from the norm. Shashem uh, kol The Maral speaks us out. Gullus again is not something that Klai has a monopoly on. Gullus is not something that only Yidden have experienced. The Rebbeinu set up the Bria that there's 70 nations. Each nation has its place. Each nation has its country, has its Medina, has its Malcolm where it's supposed to be. This is where the Italians are supposed to be. This is where the Russians are supposed to be. This is where the Ukrainians are supposed to be. And that's already controversial. Is, 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 are Ukrainians a different Uma than the Russians? So that depends on who you talk to. But this is where... The Latin Americans are supposed to be. Every nation has where they're where they're supposed to be. The Sidious Yisrael, but Malkam Haroi Lahem, Rebbein assigned Klai Yisrael place, is where you're supposed to be. This is your correct area where you need to be to achieve your mission in life. Shu Eretz Yisrael, our place where we're supposed to be when things are functioning um, in optimal circumstances, optimal conditions, is Eretz Yisrael. As every nation has their place where they're supposed to be, to fulfill their tafkid. Yes, every nation has their tafkid. Every, every one of the 70 nations has their individual tafkid to be Mekayim, and they have their Malkam that's been assigned to them. Va'galus min Mekayimam hu shinoi means a deviation from that. A deviation. Something went wrong. Something is off. That's the concept of galus in general. Something is off from, from the norm. It, there's been an aberration. There's been something <clears throat> out of the ordinary, something that shouldn't be. In Genesis, the Ma'aral, the Seich Yasher tells us that anything in existence, when it is not where it's supposed to be, and it is removed from where it belongs, you take it out of its environment, out of its natural habitat, it doesn't function as well when it's out of its environment. doesn't function as well when it's off of its home turf. And there's going to be a interest, a yearning, and a, a um, movement, whether it's conscious or subconscious or both, to return to its home territory, its homeland, its home turf. Um, And it's like this not just with people. It's like this with 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 um, things that are lower in the in the in the scope of the bria than people as well. Flora and fauna. You take an animal, take it out of its natural habitat. It's going to try to get back to its natural habitat. It's not going to be content um, where it is. There are certain animals that are domesticated. So if they're domesticated, their malcolm is 
a, a um, domicide, right? That's because they're domesticated. If you take a feral animal that hasn't been domesticated, it's going to try to break out of your house. A feral cat, a feral dog. It's going to try to break out and try to return to the wild because that's its malcolm. Um, when it comes to people as well, says the Maral, you know, the world of Gashmias is always an insight into the higher order of things. A, a nation is going to have some kind of inward... Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, excuse me. Um, um, uh, it's going to have some, some a push, a push to get back to where they're supposed to be because that's where they're supposed to be, that's where they function, that's their home turf. Um, there's no place like home, as we say, right? Mm-hmm. As country Yossi said, Yoss is good so far, best is to in the heim, right? Get out once in a while, travel, see the roads, see the great, uh, great beyond. But there's no place like home. Sometimes travel, what? This is the song, I want to go home. I want to go home, yeah. Yeah, that's right, I want to go home. Yeah, Avada. So as everyone knows about this, you saw it. Um, we get out, but... but there's no feeling, talk, everyone knows this, like at the end of a big trip, coming back to what's familiar to you, where you belong, where you belong. If you keep something contained out of its environment, out of its home turf, where, where it doesn't really belong, says the morale, there's a certain danger. Now the morale is asking a question over here. Um, yeah, we understand everything has a yearning, a pining to get back to its natural turf, its natural environment. But you do see, at the same time, people can be um, expatriated. Nations can be expatriated. You can, you can have exile, which lasts for centuries, for millennia. Sometimes it becomes a permanent exile. So where, 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 where's the argument of the morale um, borne out if the morale is telling us that everything eventually wants to get back to where, where it's came from, it's just home, it just wants to go home, and, and that's the natural pining and yearning and movement of, of everything, of individuals and nations, so we do see that nations can be exiled, and they, you know, kick all the Indians off of their, off of their uh, home turf, right? We set up nice little uh, reservations for them in North Dakota, give them a chunk of land, give them a Dalaramas in Oklahoma somewhere, in the middle of Oklahoma, where they're not bothering anybody, but they've been sent into exile, right? All the, the Native Americans, the American Indians. What about all the, the, the African Americans? We call them African Americans. Now, I'm not saying this with any, you know, I'm not getting into any politics or anything over here. They're African Americans because they've been, they've been um, expatriated, right? They were all kidnapped from Africa. They were. Not natural citizens, natural, uh, natural, natural um, natives of of the Americas, <clears throat> but but by size they got used to it, right? None of them are asking to go back to Africa. Um, none of them are asking to do that. Uh, although Abraham Lincoln, not so well known, Abraham Lincoln actually wanted to uh, the great. Do you want to tell about something that Abraham Lincoln did? Remind yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Emancipation Proclamation. So. Uh, he set them all free, but he wanted them to go back to Africa. Right. He wanted to relocate them. <coughs> but again, I'm not getting into politics. The Chalalavi Rabbi said, but he he wasn't. He was a racist. Abraham Lincoln. He wasn't a racist. He is. He he just felt it. Like you know, they'll be more comfortable. He was going with the morale. He was going with the morale. He wasn't like oh, I can't. I can't. You know, I can't take these people. I can't tolerate them. I, he didn't. They didn't make him nervous. 
but he, his taina was, look, we, just, we, we, we took these people away from their homeland. We should be nice and send them back to their homeland. Should be nice. Should be nice. So, you know, it's, it's, it's become popular in recent times. People who have made this discovery that Abraham Lincoln actually once said this become popular to, to bash Abraham Lincoln that, no, he's not the hero we think he is. He's not the big savior. He's not the big, you know, emancipator. Look, he was just as much of a racist and the biggest as everyone else. He wanted to send everyone packing back to Africa. No, that's not what he wanted. He, he was, it, was, it was a humanitarian humanitarian. Um, suggestion, and, you know. Let, let's. We, they were they were enslaved. They were they were kidnapped, and 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 uh, abducted from their homeland. Let's let's do them a table and put them back in their homeland. Anyway, anyway. But but a You know, the people can get used to. People can get used to. Not returning home, and, and 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 you know, if we would ask them nowadays, they would probably say, "Well, we, we've made America our home. We're not interested in going back to Africa." If you would ask the American Indians, "Well, I don't know, if they, would you like to take Manhattan back again?" They probably would say yes. I would also love Manhattan, you know, uh, but there's a little bit of Nagius over there. So uh, you know, we're not talking. Yeah, let's people who have mamish been um, oppressed and who are still living with the realities of of. Uh, Having the rights taken away from them—that's that's a different story. But but let's say a nation has gone into exile, um, and and uh, we ask them, would, "Would you like to? Are you interested? You know, we have a whole tract of land waiting for you where you usually came from." We don't necessarily see people, nations, all clamoring to get back to where they came from. So the Maral is asking a kash on himself, if it's indeed true that Gaulus means on something that's a bug in the system. Gaulus is something that's not supposed to be. Gaulus is a deviation from the norm. It's something that is, uh, you know, something's off, and everyone really wants to, you know, best is to blibin in the heim. They want to go home. They want to return. Nations want to return. So how come we don't see everyone clamoring for this? The Maral says a frightening thought. Listen to what the Maral says. Again, he's, all, he's building up what, what Gullus is all about. Says the Maral, If you keep a nation or an individual for too long, too extended a period of time in a place which is out of, out of the norm for him, which is not his home turf, which is against the grain, what happens? Out of the grain, against the grain becomes the grain. The out of the norm becomes the norm. The against his nature becomes the nature. And that's not a good thing. That's not a good thing. So, you know, nations that have been relocated, expatriated, that we abduct them and, and relocate them to, to, to other continents, that's not really where they belong. And Be'etzim, the Rebbeim wants 70 nations in 70 specific places because that's what's best for them. That's where they belong for their assignments. And this is in the grade. This is in the norm for them. But if you keep someone for too long in the wrong place, the wrong place now becomes his teva, becomes what he resonates with. But that's a bad thing. That's not a good thing. That's not a good thing. Yeah, but That's what happens, but it's not a good thing. If it's a good place, why it's not a good thing? Because this nation has a role to play, a mission to carry out, and this is not the right place for them. This is not the right, the, the right vibe for them to resonate with, for them to carry out their mission. Every nation, you know, the, 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 the Africans have something to do in Africa. North Americans have something to do in North America. The American Indians, yes, had something to do on, on, in, 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 in where they were living. Everyone has something to carry out in their makam. And when you relocate them, eventually, eventually, the against the grain becomes the grain. But as, to answer Moshe's question, because he's really asking a good question, the, what's, what's problematic with that is that the world's getting all, all thrown out of whack. For the world to, to be Megala, Kavit properly, you need Klai Yisrael and Eretz doing the right thing, and you need 70 nations in their 70 countrysides doing what they're supposed to be doing. 
then they become can become v'yesu kolam aguda echas. They can all join together in one, but only when you have those seventy umais, each one in the right place. Um, and again, the davar is that yevshu sheyeh builti tivi nazativi says the maral that's 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 a bad move and that's incorrect for the. Um, exception to become the rule for the aberration to become the norm and for the against the grain to become the grain something is off that's that's that that's that's not just inappropriate that is um damaging the system and and as we gave we gave a muscle earlier to take a feral animal and take into your house eventually you can break it they call but but they call that breaking it for a reason you can take a you take a wild cat you take a wild dog you can tame it and bring it to your house. It's gonna, for you know, it's gonna take time because initially it's gonna be destroying your doors, destroying the windows, destroying the screens, trying to get out, trying to return to the the forest, the wild wherever you took it from. Eventually, you can tame it. But the term they use for that is breaking it. They use that term, breaking it. You broke the animal, and that that goes very nicely with this morale. You, you broke it. Something's broken now. It wasn't supposed to be domesticated. It wasn't supposed to be tamed. You took a wild stallion and you broke it. You broke it. Thus made you broke it. You, you, you changed its nature. You weren't supposed to do that. You weren't supposed to do that. It's, it had its nature because it's supposed to be in a certain natural environment. So what about us? What? We did the immigration from Russia. We did the wrong thing. Well, if you need to get out, sometimes you need to escape. Sometimes you can't. You can't. You can't uh, tolerate there anywhere. But that's not necessarily so because the Russians took a little bit of Russia with them. I, th- I I believe that all the Russians here in Summerton are still living in Russia. We have like you know they 100%. have like like a little. little what? Russia. That's right. That's right. Take the Jew out of Russia. No, a little Russia. Russia. We have a little Russia here. <laughs> yeah, you know this Chinatown is a uh, little Italy, right? Anyway. This Northeast Philly. Manhattan Beach. Yeah. All Russia. Yeah. And, uh, so what are you doing in Ottawa? Uh, anyway, you know, sometimes sometimes you don't have a choice. Sometimes you don't have a choice. Sometimes people have to flee a country because yeah. the country made it unlivable and unbearable. That wasn't your fault. That was that Stalin's fault, right? It's the wrong thing to get acclimated. Yeah, but but sometimes listen. It's, it's, sometimes it's do or die. Sometimes you know you don't. You don't belong in Russia either. Yeah. Oh. Eden. Eden. He means Eden. Yeah. 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 Eden. Okay. Um, Yeah. Mashal um, Lezeh, he gives his own Mashal, he gives the Maral, gives the Mashal, he matam achrich as chelik eishi yoimid ba'aretz, shemakoyma yativi shaloyhu lamalo. Eish is one of the four elements. Fire rises, we know that fire is the element that rises up. Heat, smoke, fire goes up. Vatam achrich as chutz lamakoyma tivi liyos oimid lamato. If you contain a fire, you force it down, you don't let it go up. Vichain arts, mekoyma tivi lamato. Earth. Sinks. Earth is the heaviest of the four elements. Goes down. If you force Earth to remain above, it's not clear how you do this, how you pull this off. But he's saying you can break the nature of Ash. You can break the nature of 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 Adama. Eventually, but you broke their nature, and the, the nature of Adam is supposed to sink. The nature of Ash is supposed to rise. You can break that. Okay, so he's giving us. He's, we see he's he's beginning to pick up speed over here, explaining what Gullus is, explaining why Gullus is. Uh, um, it's 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 something that 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 shouldn't be. It's a bad thing, but 
person can't get used to that, and that's also a bad thing. So we'll stop over here. Um, and Hashem tomorrow. Uh, it's not going to be Rishchadish anymore, so we'll try to start closer to our regular time. And we'll continue, continue tomorrow. Thank you all for joining, everyone. Have a Thank you. wonderful day and a good Nechadish.